0: There's a company called Vivos. Um, They're a German-based company. Of course they are. And they have doomsday bunkers across the world. They've got some in Germany. They've got some in Indiana. Um, And it's kind of like a timeshare. So you can buy in with with other families or individuals and secure your spot for the apocalypse, basically. the the one I looked at is in Indiana. um, And it houses 800 people. So Mm -hmm. it's like a huge vault and it's like it's genuine luxury like there's leather sofas it doesn't it doesn't look like a bunker it's underground and it looks like a penthouse apartment just like with no windows so you've got a massive flat screen tv like beautiful wooden oak furniture carpets like a grand piano all that kind of stuff um it's mental how much do you think it costs per person Hello and welcome back to the Idiots Anonymous podcast. We are two Scottish engineers that graduated during COVID and this is the show where we take everyday life and make it more complicated than it has to be. Granting us the title of Idiots. Um, So my name's Ryan. Hi Ryan. And I'm an idiot because I spent $65 on a vodka Coke at a Las Vegas pool party, then slipped on a tile, um, dropped it all and split open my elbow. Then I left a trail of blood through the family area um, and the carpets of the hotel.
1: I don't want to know why a vodka Coke was however much it was. Yeah, 65 buck,
0: buckarinos. Ah, it's horrid. Yeah, it was. It was like one of those, you know, those protein shakers you get? It's like maybe 700 milliliters or something. Uh-huh. It was one of those like half vodka, half Coke. It was huge. Yeah, it it was it just did not need to be
1: <laughs> that. <laughs> it just didn't need to be that. Supersize me. Do it. <laughs> Um, well, my name's Ruri and I'm an idiot. Hi, Ruri. So I'm an idiot because I this Christmas I pointed out to my mum that she'd accidentally bought me fake Calvin Klein underwear uh, that goes by the name Gulhin Cloynes.
0: Gulhin Kleins
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think it's idiotic to buy them, but I feel like I was an idiot for pointing it out because my mum oh. had got me something nice for Christmas. Uh, she didn't even think she was buying Calvin. She was, thought she was just buying underwear, <laughs> like just regular stuff. And I was yeah, like, yeah. uh gullin cloynes <laughs> that's like okay it's like the laziest copy name i've ever had, seen in my life
0: imagine you're um you're like get getting changed into your like sexy nighttime gear and you chuck on some Gohen cloynes
1: i tell you <laughs> if that doesn't get a girl's heart racing i don't know what would <laughs>
0: um yeah so th- this is episode four of the podcast, um, this week we're talking about something that's relatively on theme, or or it could be on theme depending on uh, w- what unfolds in the next six to twelve months. Oh, no. Type what well, the apocalypse, apocalypses, and the types of apocalypses. Um, so we have got varying levels of uh, different topics and detail levels to go through in this podcast, uh, but it's something that both of us. You know, I feel like everyone has had that conversation, haven't they? Where they, I don't know, it's late at night or you're three beers deep and you start talking about the zombie apocalypse. Everyone and their best mate has a zombie apocalypse survival plan, don't they?
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like if you don't have one in your back pocket, you're not doing something right.
0: Mm hmm. But yep, and, and it's one of those things that at some point in your life, you will develop a strategy and you will have it in your back pocket to present to anyone who asks or if this conversation comes up you've got something ready
1: to throw back at them I kind of feel like the person who kind of tells people their zombie apocalypse plan probably weren't asked it's just like hi i, I, I i'm Ruri. <laughs> here's so my right. zombie apocalypse plan and uh, would you like to hear it so i think we should build a barricade
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right the type of the type of person who explains that is 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 definitely non-consensual
1: <laughs> oh no 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 absolutely not
0: so different types of apocalypse yes. you know it's not just zombies it's not just a virus just topical mm. what types of apocalypse of you are you aware
1: of or, or that could come up oh do you want me to just list them off all the ones that i fear <laughs> The the ones that are in your mind yeah well, you got the big virus. Uh, you've got the... We recently watched The Day After Tomorrow, so just like a yeah. massive weather change, which feels kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got um, good old overthrow of technology, like we make an AI that wants to kill us, good old town style. Yes, Skynet, uh, of course. Yeah, that one we're getting too close to, and I don't like it.
0: Elon Musk has taken us there, mate. See, uh, what's it called? What's his brain chip thing called? Oh, I forget. Uh, Neuralink. Neuralink.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's supposed to like interact with. I don't like it. It's uh-huh. just gonna read my brain and it's gonna tell people my deepest, darkest secrets, and then Skynet gonna kill me. <laughs> uh,
0: that's it. Neuralink is gonna steal all of your passwords. Um, it's gonna take all your data and sell it to Facebook uh, and Twitter and whatnot, and they're gonna give you ads based on what you've been thinking about.
1: Yeah, like as if they already haven't done that enough. <laughs> that yes we're going to get more of that and i'm so excited uh, i think what, what other ones we got we got um well we've got a malthusian crisis which is
0: when population growth outpaces agriculture and food production growth yeah which i feel is it's very plausible extremely plausible
1: yeah we, we talked about population a few times haven't we and other episodes like increasing wise i'm not sure we might have done but yeah we we're expanding fast and then you got obviously big time fast uh, uh oh, oh big time fast um <laughs> yeah because you've got the asian population there we're protecting them so they're there for longer so we have more mm-hmm. people surely at some point we're gonna run out
0: yeah that's it because as modern medicine and therapeutics grow in complexity and as we advance through science you know the, the life expectancy gets longer and longer and longer and the the longer the life expectancy of the average human the more people there are on the planet at any given time the more we move into a hyper capitalist and career focused world which you've seen in 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 japan as well people Mm. are so so incredibly obsessed with work and that the the, you know relationships suffer and they're not producing the same amount of babies lil little kiddies that would, they used to
1: wouldn't that be good though for our point that you would have less kids because then your population wouldn't expand oh so, that's true so yeah. wouldn't we want that to happen
0: oh yeah we probably would so so what i'm trying to say is hyper capitalism is the best way <laughs> towards saving the world
1: <laughs> that's a hot take
0: <laughs> no definitely not but um yeah I, I've, I've thought about that so many times it's like see with the whole thing going on with coronavirus right now yeah my my gran or was it my gran I don't know, someone in my family sort of always used to say there's th- all these sort of tragedies that happen in the world are orchestrated by God to control population, right? Yeah. And as human understanding and intelligence grows, we have much better medicine and, you know, the better technology to deal with these things. So it has less of an effect on our population. So for like the Spanish flu, yeah. what was that like 1918, round about that time, um, World War One you know, that killed loads of people, millions yeah. and millions of people across Europe. Um, and we couldn't do anything about it at that time because our, our medicine capabilities were, were not what they are today. Yeah. But now, you know, we've got COVID and we can, you know, we, we can support a lot of people that, that would have died. Um, and that as a result, you know, obviously this this life expectancy is growing. So anyway, back to what we were originally talking about, <laughs> population, outpatient, agriculture growth,
1: yeah. plausible. Yeah, I feel like, well, any, at least any of the movies I've seen, and I've seen, some would argue, too many films. I would I would argue that. Yeah. Yeah. That um, all of the kind of, oh, we might die this way, we might do that way. They all have like a, a grain of truth to them, surely, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to think of them. So like the zombie one, that makes sense. You know, you get you get animals that are zombified sometimes. We talked about like a little fungus that zombifies ants. Yeah. Why couldn't yep, that? did. What could that? Because the Last of Us, the the game, it's like a plant spore that that's right that infects yeah. people.
0: I think. I mean, it was possible. I, I remember seeing some form of news story or article or Vice documentary, nice. whatever it was. Vice, yes. Vice,
1: Vice, Vice.
0: Um, and it was talking about like different plants or f- fungi in like various rainforests or you know African regions. Uh, that would sort of zombify people, but but not to the extent where yeah. they want to they want to eat others, and they they just sort of toddle about the street. Um, yeah. Not, but because it's very Hollywood, isn't it? When you see a horde of zombies and they don't care about each other, and as, as soon as they smell a person not infected, they start running towards them and they just want to eat them and eat their brains yeah. and whatnot. Um, there was, you know, there is a substance. I can't remember what it was.
1: It was an off sort of type spawn. of flower. Like a, it a flower flower. Or something.
0: but it wasn't like it it wasn't like oh it makes them crazy and want to eat flesh it was more like they sort of go into a daze um and yeah. they they're very suggestible and they're a bit more aggressive and, and whatever it was but the concept of dying and coming back
1: to life as a monster you know yeah the the di- i don't no. really know where the dying part comes from reanimation yeah i guess that's so like you're yeah. not really a person anymore if you've already died i think that's where that maybe came from and yeah
0: yeah we've also got um like a solar flare yeah. something to do with like the heat death of the universe where um if, if something happens to the sun or if something happens cosmically it sort of it, it stops or, or it basically burns the earth i think that's what happened in have you seen maze runner yeah yeah maze runner the scorch trials and the the death cure I think it is there's like a virus on the earth but also like all these cities are just deserts like everything's covered in sand because the whole earth has been scorched by a solar flare or something like that
1: yeah that's got a Um, couple of reasons why they have like a destitute they went oh we'll take a bit from every single disaster movie we'll put them together and then we'll put them in a maze put them in a
0: maze because i feel like they, they wrote the maze part and then sort of like oh, i need to make some sequels what's going on outside this maze let's just <laughs> make it up on the spot i've
1: got this idea of a man running around a maze but wah wah <laughs> um oh we forgot a big one Oh, okay what aliens oh yeah we did that last time aliens come down wanna episode two yep wanna farmers or steal our resources
0: put down the crop circles they they want to steal our water that's what we were
1: talking about. Yeah, because it's hella rare to have uh-huh. li- liquid water in the universe. Yeah, is that most um, of them? Can not think of like. Would you say sorry? Is that most? Oh, oh, do you know one? Rapture. What? Oh, like a biblical apocalypse. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this as the end. the play on that. They're like I all, have of, all the, awesome. all the good people get taken up to live in heaven. <laughs> Yeah. And then anyone else who is like damned, or I guess even if it was you would call quali- even if you qualified for purgatory, you know that you may get uh-huh. left, and then the the devil is free to roam the earth and essentially do what he pleases to whoever's left. yeah,
0: like Judgment Day, like the final day, yeah. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a bad bad boy here and say that I have not actually read the Bible, but there is like what is so judgment day is basically someone has or or it's been predicted that there is a day at some point when the final judgment is passed like the cutoff date it's like the the cutoff date to like hand in your assignment you have to be a good 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 person by this day and then the good people get taken away off of earth and the rest of them just get left behind and all the demons come up and crazy stuff happens
1: yeah so I mean, it'd be pretty wild if that happened one day. Just like your your mum gets like lifted out of the car, <laughs> like a blinding light, and you're She's like, like Mum, where are you going? Mum, mum! Because that would be a, bit, be a bit shitty, wouldn't it? You're, you're left in the car, and you're like, well, I guess I'm a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew it all along, but I just expected to get forgiven at the very end.
0: That's probably the apocalypse I would... I would, like... I would want the least because I mean, not that I want any of them, but this one sounds like (laughs) the worst because because it's like religion based, Mm. you have no idea. You have no way of like fighting back, you know, like judgment has been passed. You know, it's not like you can just come up with a plan and go to the go to the countryside and (laughs) make a farm and whatnot like there's no way of knowing what the rules are here because you are witnessing magic essentially.
1: Yeah. Like there I, I don't think there is any adapting at that point. Yeah. Yeah, you can't adapt and survive. You're just
0: you're you're scunnered basically.
1: You you're absolutely done for. Yeah.
0: Another thing, uh so what what I've got here is predictions from the past. So remember 2012, the world was supposed to end and was that the Mayan calendar? Yeah, it was the, the end the of end. the Mayan calendar.
1: Yeah, so they were like if there's no more dates then surely we must all be doomed. But
0: that almost confuses me because the Mayans made the calendar. Uh-huh. So see when they're like, oh, there's no more days left. They made it. So why can they not just put more
1: days in? Well, no, Well, that's the point is people thought because they've gone as far as then and just stopped to an almost arbitrary date because it wasn't like on the new year. It was like halfway through uh, yeah. 2012. Someone probably just felt like I've gone far
0: enough. Like I can't be arsed writing anymore.
1: Yeah, but they read into that as... Because I think there was multiple like findings of the calendar that they all finished okay. on that date. And they're like, Well that must mean that there's no more days afterwards and the minds have predicted. Like I could half like write half a novel yeah. and just not finish it. Like they might have gone. Exactly. That. That's where we're stopping. I, I could
0: I could write a calendar right now and I could write down every day for the next, you know, two thousand years if I wanted to. And if someone finds that in one thousand nine hundred and fifty years, and they're like, "Oh, someone from the year 2020 has has predicted that the world's going to end." No, I've not predicted the world's going to end. I just can't be arsed writing anymore because I've written so much shit on a page already. It's yeah. so arbitrary. <laughs>
1: well, there was like a a thing going around uh, year old Facebook and other social medias that uh, they mistranslated it, and it was actually 2020. And it was like, "This is what's happening right now." It's like, I, honestly, nonsense. That doesn't mean that in the (laughs) slightest. Yeah, yeah. I will have to eat my shoe. What's that? I will have to eat my shoe if they're right. and we don't hit 2021. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's like when they discovered the new star sign. They were like, oh, sorry. I read all all these historical documents
1: wrong. You're actually an Aquarius. You're actually gentle. You're not a Leo. People got shook by that. Oh, I I honestly don't know if mine changed. Uh, Mate, I'm a
0: Capricorn, right? And, and it got changed to a Sagittarius and I was like nope
1: nope I have lived my I, life I do not identify
0: as a Sagittarius anymore I, I'm a I'm a Capricorn I've been I was born a Capricorn I was raised a Capricorn I've believed I was a Capricorn for the last 22 years
1: it's find who I am <laughs> I refuse to believe it I guess that the only other prediction in our lifetime was the Hadron Collider okay it, I don't know if you remember that when they were trying to split the Higgs boson. They had the big um the big laser tunnel.
0: Well, I'm not as big a nerd as you, so I'm not totally versed on it. Please they, enlighten me.
1: They had this big, I believe it's a photon tunnel, which would okay. accelerate a particle uh to almost the speed of light, and then that yeah. way they could um see if a particle that was predicted to exist, the Higgs boson, couldn't tell you what it does. I just know that's the case. That they'd be able to see it by. I don't know if they split an atom or if they just sped it up. Not entirely sure on that detail. Essentially, they were going to turn on this big tunnel to do an experiment, and someone thought if they do that, then they'll create a black hole and we'll die. And then, like Ah. that day when I went into school, everyone was so like, "Did you hear we might die today? They're they're turning on the particle (laughs) tunnel. We might die." I was like, "I don't (laughs) think that's what that means."
0: Oh no, we're going to die today. I hope it's before maths.
1: <laughs> it was a whole thing cuz I believe they talked about it on the radio like that there's a danger yeah. behind it and the unknown and whatever and I was like Yeah. Honestly, if if a black hole is formed, you won't know until you're already dead. Well, you won't cuz the if if one why? if one is like close so close to earth that it's on the surface, that will get swallowed up instantly.
0: Well, well, it would get swallowed up instantly, but by the nature of a black hole, it absorbs light and basically, so if you travel into a black hole, time slows down for you.
1: Yeah, but not, yeah, but that's before you reach the center.
0: Yeah. So to people who are looking at earth from the outside, you would get just destroyed instantly. Mm -hmm. But to you, because our perception of time, like you would, you would sort of just fade into non-existence over the course of, I don't know how long but you would just be like... Woo. Yeah, but we'd already be
1: at the centre if it was formed on the surface. Like, we wouldn't, yeah, but what if we you were on the other side
0: of Earth then it, was, then it was formed?
1: Yeah. Either way, I don't know how much that would affect you that you are know you're being affected. Yeah. I guess a pretty, like, out of all the apocalypse scenarios, that seems like the easiest one. You're just going to chill, sit back, let it happen
0: Yep. yeah yeah it's sort of like you know the inevitable heat death of the universe in several million years from now whenever that's going to happen um well i mean there's sort of sort of two different heat deaths of the universe you've got the what's it called like just a solar flare that like scorches the earth or you actually just get obliterated like one or the other yeah. or if the sun dies or if the sun like no longer produces enough um energy yeah. then photosynthesis on earth can't happen anymore yeah so essentially all biological life just
1: ceases to exist yeah if it's gonna happen i want a fast one like out. yeah i don't wanna well you have to drudge away and survive but anyway that idea of like a bleak future is pretty pretty negative and i don't want to get too negative so i'll pull us into our (laughs) first segment
0: (laughs) Ooh, segment
1: yeah if you thought we couldn't get any less creative on this podcast you were definitely wrong instead of coming up Instead of coming up with a segment, we're just going to do a, buzz, a BuzzFeed quiz, Ryan. That's what we're going to do. A
0: BuzzFeed quiz is the most creative segment I think we've ever came up with. and, and It's pure what, science. What buzz, pure science. And and what BuzzFeed quiz are we doing? Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: who would you be in a 2000s movie? Teen oh, movie, sorry. so
0: 2000s teen movie.
1: Essentially, what role in high school? Are you a loser or are you a jock? And that's what I want to find out today, Ryan. Oh, mate. So I thought. I love these films. Okay, we'll go through the questions, answer them as honestly as we can, uh-huh. and then we'll figure out who is going to be the best character in high school. And I feel like if you get the jock, then then you get the podcast. You're in charge. No. <laughs> okay.
0: So <laughs> the first question is, what's your favorite color? And we've got pink, blue, black, green,
1: yellow, or red. Uh, I think blue is a classic. Oh, pop. I went for I went for blue as well oh okay uh yeah. then where where's your ideal vacation spot so you've got paris rome canada london tokyo or disneyland which i believe disneyland is paris well it depends you've got a disneyland in yeah, is that not disney uh, world
0: oh yeah
1: disneyland so, so do you like paris, paris or fake paris
0: oh no i, I think you have disneyland in uh, in california as well because it's just one park but disney world Sorry, yeah. In Disney World is Florida because there's like loads of different parks. But anyway, I digress.
1: Uh, I'm going oh. Tokyo, hundred percent.
0: Okay, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Canada. I would love to go to Canada.
1: Oh, Canada! Oh, I've accidentally picked the next one by accident. Uh.
0: <laughs> so next one is, what's your favorite snack? We've got potato chips, candy, which is very generic. Mm. Fries, fruit pretzels or cheese balls
1: <laughs> why is cheese balls any different why is that its own thing?
0: Why is cheese balls different from potato chips
1: Although with that being uh, said candy. I might okay. choose cheese
0: balls <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for oh, it's gotta be fries is cheese British balls chips. its own like it's just that it's whole yummy yeah, I mean, it's its own genre of of food.
1: You know how you get like your carbohydrates, your yeah. fruit and veg, and all that, and then is it just cheese yeah. balls as its own section? You've
0: got the, it's its own macronutrient, so you've got protein, fat, carbohydrates, and cheese balls. Cheese balls.
1: <laughs> no, so you say, uh, Ryan, that you're feeling a bit ill, feeling a bit queasy. Have you been eating right? Ah, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been doing good. I've been going to the gyms. I've been eating a lot of like healthy food and stuff like that. How many cheese balls are you eating a day, Ryan? Can I ask? <laughs> About five. See, I think I'm gonna have to. To suggest you up your cheese ball intake because it's much better into the bloodstream when it's in ball form.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everyone knows that if you eat it in ball form, it gets to the bloodstream quicker.
1: (laughs) It's better for you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so our our next one is what is your favorite school subject? So we've got science, maths, lunch, lunch. Lunch (laughs) Lunch is a subject. (laughs) Gym, history, or English? Ooh. See, Graphics isn't on here. Yeah, that was so. I'm I'm gonna go full nerd. I like maths.
0: Okay, I'm going. I'm going science. Science rules with Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Uh, So, what's your favorite movie genre? You've got romance, horror, action, drama, comedy, musical. Definitely not musical.
1: Yeah, I I hate musicals. I don't hate musicals. I only hate the musicals that they sing the spoken lines. (laughs) Okay. If they have like, when do they do that? Well, uh, there's quite a lot of music. Lame Mis is all sang; it's not spoken. The whole thing is sang. Yeah. Oh no. Um. So I, I that's not my thing. I don't mind the the musical numbers and then like the acting in between. That's completely yeah. fine. But the the whole constantly singing, it grinds my gears just a tad.
0: It it just does my tits in, man. See when they're like <laughs> having a serious conversation and they just break into song, and it's like, no, can you just like talk like normal people
1: i might start doing that
0: <laughs> you ever like a serious serious conversation a police officer comes to your front door
1: <laughs> i'm like no 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 <laughs> jump uh, up on the table <laughs> your basketball i think uh what are you c- going for comedy what can i say i like oh, yeah. a good chuckle
0: mm. oh it's between action and comedy for me uh yeah it's got I'm, I'm gonna go comedy as well
1: too many matching. oh hair color this is Ooh. an easy question uh, I I'm blonde. I believe it. It's almost blonde yeah. at this point. But yeah, I
0: you're think. like dirty blonde. You dirty blonde. You
1: absolutely dirty blonde. And you're. I guess you have to pick red.
0: Yeah, mine is like not totally red, but I
1: think it's I still.
0: feel like I feel like this question, the hidden thing behind this selection. If you're red
1: hair, like it's nerd, immediate nerd. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna
0: have to choose red.
1: Have you ever seen Riverdale? No. Uh, well, Archie Andrews has red hair, and he's the captain of some sports team maybe i think
0: never seen it mate i think that speaks volumes for your personality
1: yeah i think that instantly makes me some sort of drama nerd i don't know um
0: and finally what's your favorite sport we've got baseball basketball hockey football um, american football that is or soccer or i don't like sports is the final option
1: there's no ultimate frisbee on here Ryan, so mm-hmm. how can i express Bus. how pale i really am there's nothing with discs yeah i'm gonna have to go basketball then because that's my okay that's my first love
0: cool i'm going hockey i played hockey when i was in sweden and i loved it well it's ice hockey the picture of us is of ice hockey i spent i played ice hockey for like what five months and the first three of those months was me learning to ice skate
1: <laughs> i feel that <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> oh mate who did you get right uh you go first okay I got the hero. I'm well, the main character. I also got the hero. <laughs>
0: what? We chose different
1: things and loads of stuff. It says, you're just flawed enough to be not like other girls. Okay? Oh. I do say that I'm not like other girls, but still pretty enough to have the love interest, have a crush on you since first grade. Do you think it's when I take my glasses off? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm I'm the nerd with the glasses on as soon as I take them off. there's like, Jesus. What? Yeah.
0: It- you're, you're relentlessly bullied by our main antagonist and she will... Inevitably spill food all over you Or vice versa But in the end It'll all work out You'll embarrass her in front of the entire school And then get together with the person she's been crushing on
1: (laughs) I think uh, So accurate It'll identify which one of us is the alpha If you can tell me what movie the character Shown as the little example is yeah. Do you know what movie that's from? No, No, I don't know I do, it's from The Princess Diaries Yeah Of course I also really quickly while you were talking there put in a bunch of random answers to see if you can get anything else. Yeah. You can, which means definitively we are both the hero. Um, oh, that's so, so nice. Uh, with my random selection, I got the Entourage, which is you're the third most popular girl in school. You're, meant <laughs> to be, you're mean to everyone at the demand of your clique leader, but that's not who you really are inside. You might feel like life sucks, but just wait, you'll get your redemption scene. Hell yeah, mate. So... Love these 2000 movies. It couldn't get much, like more positive than from our old conversation that we're we're heroes right
0: it looks like we are the heroes of our own story (laughs) you know (laughs) who else you you know who else Uh, smooth transition (laughs) smooth i can't even say smooth transition right um do you know who else is the hero of their own story no the people we're going to be talking about in section two which is doomsday prepping i love doomsday preppers i love have you seen have you seen doomsday preppers the tv show
1: i've seen a couple of episodes yeah yeah
0: yeah. but these are people who who have life and they've just grabbed life by the balls because everyone knows, right, there's going to come a point where we will ne- we're we going to need to have loads of supplies and we're going to need to have a plan, but it's all hypothetical. These are the people who act on it and it's not cheap either, you know? No, it's definitely not. You need to invest. <laughs> it's like a proper investment. Like some people don't have pensions because they've they've bought, you know, 25 years worth of canned
1: food. Yeah, but... You laugh at them until one day, if it's like an actual thing we need, and you're like, excuse me, sir, can I have a can of beans? And they're like, well, you shouldn't
0: have called me a psycho and a, a crazy do you know what you all should, those years ago.
1: Do you know what you should do? You should just get like really jacked, right? Uh huh. And then you could just go steal their food. <laughs> <laughs> you could be one of the bandits from the Apocalypse movies. Yeah. Who just goes
0: around on the motorbikes and steals stuff.
1: Because being, like, really jacked in day-to-day life is good. That's as handy, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's handy for various things. Yeah. And then you could just use that sheer muscle to steal the food. I mean, it's not the most yeah. ethical thing in the world, but it's kind of funny.
0: Well, it doesn't matter how muscly you are. You tend to find that these doomsday preppers, like, from, from the US at least, um, are, v- are very obsessed with their Second Amendment.
1: Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about in our country.
0: okay. So, yep. in, in, in the
1: UK, if I mean, the. So, you, you start with a gun?
0: You I would can, say.
1: You can, guns. I, you can. I would say that
0: doomsday preppers in the UK are the kind of people who live uh, in rural areas in the countryside, and that's where hunting is allowed. So, you can get like a hunting rifle that's license. Because my uncle used to have um, a hunting rifle and a shotgun and whatnot, and he had like a really cool German Shepherd um, who was an ex police dog. Hell and they yeah. did hunting and stuff. Yeah.
1: Okay. So my idea about being Jack's not going to work.
0: <laughs> it could work, but I, I would find it so interesting because um, oh, did you know that I, I I looked this up before the podcast? So see, big corporations like Costco uh, they actually sell prepper kits.
1: Oh yeah, you get them in tubs.
0: So you can you can buy like a a one year supply of food for one person for round about a thousand dollars, and it's all just like canned vegetables, canned meat, like canned everything yeah essentially i find it i find it awesome i mean it's a great market segment like there's a lot of people out here and doomsday prepping is not cheap so these people have money you know
1: yeah they have money sense. to
0: spend like i feel like that's a good market to tap into
1: i am um, see the the military rations you know the ones that you put the yeah. water in and it causes the reaction oh. that heats it up yeah yeah does that ha- does that hold for a long time
0: yeah i think so i think so
1: because I know you get the ones you add water and it's like powder stuff. Like it's dehydrated stuff.
0: It's dehydrated, yeah.
1: But the other one um, is like it's a, it's just food in the bags. And then you when you put water in, it causes the reaction just to heat it up. So it it's heats like, up, yeah. That's really cool. Same idea as like a microwave meal, but it just heats mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, Really cool.
0: You also get um, fancy bunkers. So you've got like doomsday preppers in, in, in the sense that they collect loads of food and they... Just fill their homes and sort of outhouses with all the stuff they need to survive. But there's a company called Vivos. Um, they're a German-based company. Of course they are, and they have doomsday bunkers across the world. They've got some in Germany. They've got some in Indiana. Um, various places where real estate is relatively cheap, um, <gasps> it's free real like in, in the country. It's free real estate, um, and it's kind of like a timeshare. So you can buy in with with other families or individuals and secure your spot for the apocalypse, basically. Yeah. So um, the the one I looked at is in Indiana, um, and it houses eight hundred people. So mm-hmm. it's like a huge vault essentially, oh, like a massive, massive bunker. Fallout. Yeah, 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 It's exactly like Fallout. So it houses 800 people and it's like, it's genuine luxury. Like, there's leather sofas. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a bunker, the inside of a bunker. It's underground and it looks like a penthouse apartment, just like with no windows. So you've got a massive flat screen TV, like beautiful wooden oak furniture, carpets, like a grand piano, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, it's mental how much do you think it costs per person Um, so I'll give you a clue so you have to pay an upfront upfront fee per person and then you have to pay a subscription until the apocalypse happens
1: that's such a good business model
0: isn't it isn't it oh
1: my god um I think the upfront fee is a hundred thousand okay and I think yes right okay I'm gonna take by that that's wrong I'll say 50,000 per person. Okay. Drop it down. Uh per person and then you have to pay 25 grand a year. No, that's way too much. 5 grand a year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, fi- yeah, 155. That that makes more sense. I've Fifty done- and 5 you're saying? Yeah, I've done the deliberation. I think it's fifty up front, five <laughs> every year. Do you want to
0: ask a friend? Phone a friend. So you're a- you've actually overshot that.
1: Oh, I even brought it down from my original. Yeah, estimate.
0: yeah, you've overshot it. So it's thirty-five grand. What thirty five thousand dollars as an upfront cost per person. Okay. That's to like register and save your spot. Um and then it's a thousand dollars per year till the apocalypse happens.
1: Oh, that's reasonable, a grand a year. Yeah, it's got- reasonable, isn't it? If you've got like the cash to invest in that, you've got a grand a year.
0: You therefores would, but but the thing is, like, there's no, <laughs> like,
1: you can't tell
0: how good a company they are because technically they have never delivered their product. Do you know what and I mean? They've
1: got no track records.
0: They've got no track. They've got no track record because an apocalypse hasn't happened. So, like, do they organise your transport to the bunker? Like, what do they do? Do you have to get there? Like, how do you how do you know that they're not selling more spaces than are actually required? Do you think you they know? Should it's have, just so they should strange.
1: have like a, a dry run. They're oh, like they should have. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna hold yeah. you for a month and we'll see how yeah. like, how that goes, and then they can cater. Yeah. Because are all of these bunkers you're looking at? Are they all like prep for like nuclear apocalypse. Oh yeah, are they all like yeah. They sealed? give you so there's
0: like a list of the different bunkers that they offer. Mm-hmm. Um and the lo- the location of them, how much they cost and whatnot. And they give you like the technical specs as well. So like the, the size of blast that they can withstand.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was just looking at like uh, nuclear stuff. Like if, if we have a nuclear apocalypse and yeah. you'd have to stay there for quite a while. For the radiation to go away. It's, yeah. So it's the fallout, which is the big thing. Yeah. So uh, looked it up. So apparently there's about... Thirteen and a half thousand nuclear weapons, like warheads, that are known around the world, and oh. it will only take fifteen thousand to end the war, to end everything, and with just the blast. Yeah, but it will only take about a hundred to put us into a nuclear winter, oh, which means the whole world. Yeah, so um, they're classifying it off of obviously our only data on nukes. So Hiroshima, the big event, uh, yes. big nuclear I'm familiar. Thing. So if a hundred nooks of that size hit the surface of the Earth, it would put up um, five teragrams of uh, smoke and debris. Uh, okay. To put that into perspective, five teragrams is five billion kilograms. Five billion? Five billion kilograms. <laughs> okay. And That would go up, uh, and it would take about... 50 days roughly to to reach the atmosphere where it will just hang uh, and that will block out the sun. But then because... Oh
0: my God, really?
1: Yeah, because it does that, uh, the sun still hits the smoke which causes the world to heat up. Um, So you'd actually hit a massive... Even though you don't have light, you'd be really, really warm um, which would deplete the ozone very quickly and then you'd just have constant... like You would have no protection against that. So the ground would be dead. um, All the fallout takes about a hundred, maybe thousand years to get out of the water, so all of the surface water would be useless. So it's like oh how God. how long Are you staying in these bunkers that it's sustainable?
0: I don't know. Well, they have, you know, you can have farms, you can have grow farms. So you've got seeds and irrigation systems. And um, the same same way that uh, a space station, for example, is self-sufficient where you've got, I'm not sure, they probably have farm rooms where they've got soil and seeds and UV lamps um, that provides food for them, some sort of water recycling system.
1: I just meant more like the personal ones. Like I can kind of understand the. Oh, the
0: personal ones. Yeah, not nah. You wouldn't.
1: Y- yeah, I don't think you'd survive a blast, but you wouldn't survive yeah. like a full-on nuclear winter. Like that wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah true. Which is which I think is kind of like mental because they're always like I've got this and I've got that and I've got this much food of like you have enough food to last a hundred days. What happens after the hundred days? <laughs> yeah, <I> don't know. <laughs> Because you can't go outside.
0: Yeah, and also it's like, oh, there's a nuclear bomb incoming. What do we do? Oh, everyone has to evacuate and go somewhere safe. So everyone else goes somewhere safe, for example, up into the mountains. Um, and then these people who are preppers have their bunkers at their homes. So they're like, nah, I'm going in my bunker. We I've have- got loads of stuff in my bunker. I'm going to stay here. And then, yeah, so th- they're still in the, the affected zone.
1: they probably I mean, got... There, there's so many different things. things, yeah.
0: Some of them are good. Some of them are shit. Yeah. And that... Do you know what that's in common with uh, I Kickstarter don't, projects?
1: That some are good and some are shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that takes us into our second segment. So we've got a segment which is the most original segment you could probably fathom in your mind. No one's done this before ever. You've never seen anything or heard anything like it. It's called Kickstarter Gumph.
1: I love that word. I love Gumph. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and, and me and Ruri have, we've taken a couple of Kickstarter projects that we've found on our travels. That are mm. just, just, just awful, just, just really bad, absolutely, undeniably gumph, and uh and we'll pitch them to each other and and see and see what the opinion is. Yeah. Do you wanna Do you wanna take the first first stride?
1: What have you found on Kickstarter this time? Oh, see so if I can put like my uh, salesman voice on. I mean, I'll get okay. into get into character. Uh, so yeah, uh, Ryan. Um. Yes. Got a couple of minutes just to talk, about, uh an idea that I believe can change your life. I have many minutes to
0: change about ideas that you think change my life. So uh, I, I'll take. You're a driver. You
1: you drive a car on on the regular. I drive cars. yep. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Have you ever been sitting at a red light and thought to yourself, "I've I've got stuff I need to do here," you know? Yeah. But I'm what, too. In, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy waiting for that light to turn green because that thirty seconds of my life, I need to be doing stuff. I can't be looking at that light. It's a waste of time
0: mate seeing traffic. You could be you could be solving poverty during that 30 seconds.
1: You could be doing complex equations. You could be inventing could be. the next big thing. Well, do you know yeah. what I've got for you? What have you got? Red light, green light. It's a sensor that you put on the front of your vehicle that will tell you when the light turns green. Wow, and where does it show me? A, a push notification on your phone. No. Yeah. So really? You, <laughs> yeah, so I'll get out of my salesman pitch because I think this is nonsense. So essentially, it's a little sensor you put on your window, like the same, uh-huh. probably the same place you put maybe a dash cam, uh-huh. and you connect it to your phone. Uh-huh. And it can tell if the light is green or red. Okay. And it means... it. The, the idea is that you could be doing other things. So it says you could be like on your phone
0: answering your emails and stuff
1: Uh uh-huh at a red light and then (laughs) i'll tell you (laughs)
0: not only is that nonsensical it is also very illegal
1: yeah i don't understand the purpose of this also have you ever been to like any uh like traffic light that's slightly like irregular where where it's placed i don't think this will be able to see everything because sometimes it's at the top of your view yeah
0: sometimes sometimes when you stop like at the front you know at the traffic light, sometimes you actually have to pure lean forward and look up to try and see it. Or do you know what I mean? It's not in view. Yeah. And also, what about the ones that have got the little the little slats on them, like the sun protectors, so you can see them without squinting? It's, um, what, says, Is this some sort of like AI image no, monitoring system?
1: So it it says it uses a CMOS image sensor, which is uh, what DSLRs you will use sometimes yeah, to, for a color. Yeah. Uh, it says it's got one yeah, of the... That's just a camera. Uh huh. It it, it says it uses that and it has a 130 degree field of view. And essentially, it just.
0: Okay, like a GoPro?
1: Yeah. It looks exactly like a GoPro. And then it just, when it reads red, it tells you red. And when it reads Uh green, it pops up on your phone and goes.
0: So, so, so. (laughs) So, basically, let's say I go out for a drive right? And I go through, I don't experience any red lights during that time. So I drive through five green lights. It's yep. going to send me five push notifications.
1: No, I think, I think you need to stop. It doesn't okay. explain that. To be honest, it's not the worst idea in the world, right? It's not it's great. Not- but the reason I think it's so bad is because of their project timeline that they put up. Oh yeah. Right. They put. Uh, if I tell you the timeline, can you tell me where they're from? <laughs> okay. Uh, October 1908 Henry Ford invents the Model T June 2007 Steve Job unveils the iPhone June 2015 Steve Jobs Steve Jobs Oh, uh, uh, Ju- I thought you said Steve Job <laughs> uh, June 2015 Red Light Green Knight is born What kind of ca- What person thinks they're so good that they'll go Yeah, I'm basically as good as Henry Ford and, and Steve Jobs for this Wow So they literally listed
0: Legendary inventions in mm-hmm. the past, and have skipped all the way forward to this invention that <laughs> they think is just absolutely fantastic. Well, yeah. they've got to be American, don't they?
1: Oh yeah, hundred. They're Silicon Valley based. Silicon,
0: mate. This is just a really awful, awful, awful idea. To be fair, right? I think if it was in the dashboard of your vehicle, so if it was built into your vehicle and it was designed by professional road safety and software engineers you know and it was built into your dashboard so Mm. like next to your speedometer and it's like oh traffic light detected and we're monitoring it for example and then sort of flashed up when it's your time to go that would be okay but not when it's encouraging the use of your phone
1: yeah well i guess you're are you allowed to use your phone in your car in america um because you definitely can't do it here you will get an instant three points i think
0: i mean people do it anyway
1: Oh, I know that, but like... But I I
0: don't think it's as big an offence in in America. I think maybe you get like a ticket or something, but here in in the UK, you literally instantly lose your license. Oh, is it? If you get caught. Yeah, no, you you lose your license immediately. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's terrible, mate. Absolutely gumph.
1: Yeah, it it didn't get funded. It only raised £1,000 of its 736,000 goal. It had a total of 10 backers. Yeah, awful. Yeah, so I'm glad everyone else agreed. Gunth. I've got one for you. All right, hit me with so it. Hit me with your best sales pitch.
0: I've got... I have a really awful one, but it's just... It's just too, too awful. So I'm going to use my backup. <laughs> so please get ready for the most sustainable solution of 2021. Whoa. This is Yo-Yo Toy. It's a yo-yo that can charge your phone. So it's essentially a yo-yo that has a USB port in the side uh-huh. that plugs into your phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. That's um, sick. It also, it also has a solar charger.
1: Right. <laughs> that's, that's sick. I, I don't why know is, why you think that's terrible. Why is that sick? Tell me. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm any professional you were myself. But if, 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 if you do enjoy a good yo-yo from time to time, why not yeah. harness that energy?
0: Because the energy that you harness from the yo-yo is going to be so negligible that it will not make a single difference to your phone.
1: Nah, I think you're just a naysayer. That's the future right there. Imagine me just cutting about doing my doing my yo-yo tricks, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. getting, getting women, you know, getting attention. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, oh, then, then uh, you know, someone who's interested in the tricks comes over and goes, oh, hi, can I get your number, by the way? Oh, no, my yeah. phone's out of charge. And I go, well, not anymore. And I plug in my yo-yo to her phone. Uh She gets my number. Oh
0: my god!
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) and she's like, "Wow, where did you wear those twix?"
1: Oh no, (laughs) you made it. (laughs) 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 That's a horrible way to take that. But
0: but so essentially, I mean, I've done projects with using DC motors to generate electricity all, all of these dynamos right it's the a di- essentially it shows here dynamo torsion charging um and they spelled dynamo wrong what nice. a dynamo is it's, it's literally just a little small dc motor like in reverse so yeah instead of applying a current to the motor to turn it you turn the motor and then it generates a current on the other side, right? Yeah,
1: it's a little um, generator.
0: It's literally a tiny little generator. In order for the yo-yo to function as a normal yo-yo, uh-huh. there cannot be like extra resistance against the yo-yo, against the rotation, re- the rotational force of the yo-yo. Otherwise, it's it no longer works as a yo-yo. It just stops, and it just like it just doesn't work. you true. know, there's too much resistance for it to turn properly when it hits the bottom of your string and whatnot
1: spoken like a true naysayer
0: yeah mate it's all it's so bad and the fucking the video for it is literally like they've hired um people from fiverr to like send videos of them walking down the street or something Um, it's it's awful and and instead of actually showing a prototype they literally just like show just a normal yo-yo and then it's a video of someone's phone turning on and they've just like overlaid plus 30 percent as like text from their video editor onto the screen of the phone (laughs) i'm telling
1: you if i don't get a charging yo-yo through my mail on my birthday i'm gonna be very sad
0: right (laughs) mate you're gonna be so disappointed
1: oh no what did it get to like
0: um it actually raised oh my god it got funded yes people believe in the dream oh it's um it's raised 10 grand of their seven grand goal oh 15 minutes of torsion when the battery is dead but it is inconvenient to find socket use this yo yo this is a battery recharger that can recharge by self-generation without socket there you go um
1: i don't need any more yeah, convincing just, than that
0: it's really terrible mate it's so bad um that's like your opinion, man it's funny because the the whole campaign is in like broken english so it's like epic yo-yo stand in absolutely new light to be welcomed by youth of the 21st century <laughs> all new and pro upgraded format <laughs> well,
1: there you go pro and upgraded Ryan. oh it's pro and upgraded mate so i think you have to think to yourself you've maybe made a bit of mistake here you've just picked out some kickstarter gold Gold. i can't say that's gump i can't
0: <sighs> okay we'll just have to move on to section three and agree to disagree <laughs> um we're gonna have to cut some stuff out as well because we've been i think we've been going for an hour already have we when did uh, we start
1: yeah give go at, like the last section 10 minutes and that'll round up once you right. cut okay. the nonsense out
0: yeah um okay so section three what i've got here rory is something highly personal to you you and I, the both of us. Wh- which apocalypse would we choose if we had to choose one? Mm-hmm. And how would you survive through it? So, out of all of the ones that we've talked about today, what scenario would be favorable, the, the most favorable for you? And what's your plan?
1: Right. I personally am going to say I'm a bit too wimpy as a human being uh, to survive most scenarios, right? So, for the me, ones it's that a-
0: require like, like human on human conflict and stuff
1: yeah i'm a lover not a fire. <laughs> but the one that would bring like i think i get the most enjoyment before i inevitably perish uh it has to be zombie apocalypse like it has to okay be. but i want it to be like monroe zombies so the ones that are like uh slow slow but big in numbers okay not the fast runny ones those no, they, ones are bad they scare me lots and lots so yes i'm thinking see if you could get yourself into uh like a football stadium yeah they are built to withstand riots oh yeah okay so they have the big steel doors and gates they have they're able to close off sections uh they have convenience stands they have uh the the top section that you could climb up to like the the so you can run over the top Okay. You have a large area in the middle with a football where you can uh, build up your, your tents and stuff like that. Or if you needed to, you can lure masses of zombies into there for uh like a central attack. Also You can have a little kick about when you get bored. I love it, mate. I think it works. I also would very much like a van that has like uh, spikes and stuff on it. And I would probably, I think I'm probably going to put the 18 stripe on it. Like Mad Max style. Yeah. I want Like a
0: snowplow on the front.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Either that or I want it to look like the Mystery machine. Those are my two. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. And then when
0: you like open the side of the van, you slide open the door and you've got like a a machine gun turret. Yeah. I don't know where I get that from.
1: (laughs) I don't know where you're
0: going to get it from either, especially here.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to have to like rob a sports shop to get like bats and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's got to be just baseball bats. That's all we have access to here. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything. You can make a flamethrower fairly easily, couldn't you?
0: But but the thing is, so in terms of like football stadiums and stuff, they're all in cities. So which one would you go to? Because there's going to be loads of people having the same idea. Loads of people um, that are zombies also having the same idea. And in that direction. So like
1: I think more
0: exactly isolated, is it?
1: More people would have the idea to get out of the city versus people that would stay in the city. Mm. Oh, that's a good point, actually. So I think the people that would also go to the football stadium would therefore be my peers. You know, we'd be like minded individuals. Yeah. And I'm predicting my death would be I go out with a group of survivors to get some food and rations and I definitely die there. And I'm okay with that. That's a hero's death.
0: I hear- and we all know we're both heroes here
1: yeah we're here yeah after all we are heroes so yeah. Uh, yeah that's
0: fair enough mate okay and so you want to stay in the in the stadium forever
1: um no we probably move at some point you know okay but, like to for initial oh initial survival okay yeah because i feel like there's enough exits um if we keep the the big s- floodlights off there's not a lot emanating from that that would drive mm-hmm. zombies in you know what i mean yeah and It's mm. big enough that maybe the noise wouldn't. I I think I think it makes sense, and also the the parking areas are massive. So like if there's zombies in front of you blocking your way in or out, you could get random. them. So yeah, I want to build a little colony in a football stadium. <laughs> You're
0: gonna be so good at football at the end of it.
1: Yeah, that's that's my main concern in an apocalypse: is will I be as good as Messi?
0: <laughs> Fair <laughs> mate. Solid idea. Solid idea. I think. Although I I just don't feel like so. See like in a zombie scenario. Uh-huh. you also have like famine and you also have like a Malthusian crisis, uh-huh. you know? So you're you're fighting like resource wars and also zombies, Yep. you know?
1: Ryan, I've already told you, I'm going to die quite early in this, so. Okay. <laughs> You've accepted I'm, the fate. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like as a short-term solution, maybe kill we'll a get, couple. What would be the most fun? Yeah, like what well, well, I get the most experience out of before I'm inevitably. Okay, inevitably so you can eat. put it on
0: your CV for your next job app.
1: Yeah. Or a big old JC when he's judging me and be like, he did try and save a bunch of people together in a colony. I'd be like, I did, and then he'll let me in. Mm-hmm. Going to heaven, mate. I've covered all my bases with this run. I'm Fair prepped. Enough. I'm prepped and ready. What I'm not we? gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I I would go for I would go for
0: population outgrows food production. Okay. Because we live in a part of the world where we are fairly well positioned for that scenario. How's that? Because we have lots of land and we have lots of water around of around us. You know, okay. we're surrounded by fishing territories. Okay. Um, we also have a low population in Scotland compared to the landmass. Um, and I think I think we'd be okay to be honest if we just rebuild Hadrian's Walls.
1: <laughs> oh, like <laughs> Keep sh- shut us off from other places.
0: Yeah, I mean, cut us off, right? We've got loads of agriculture. We've got we're a little we're part of a little island. We're surrounded by fishing territories. Mm -hmm. um we've also got um really fresh water Mm -hmm. access to fresh water at all times like we don't need we don't need to pump in fresh water from various different places unlike a lot of the u.s like for example las vegas only exists because people you know ship and pump everything they need to them Uh so places like that are going to be the first to go
1: yeah that get cut off from there supplier uh,
0: yeah and las vegas shouldn't be there like it's in a desert and it's supporting millions and millions of people
1: oh it shouldn't be there m- unlike our societies where we build them up in fields and forest land and cut down the exactly in the like that's natural
0: <laughs> yeah like we we built our cities on rivers and oh, places see what like see when you play civilization and it's like oh you should build your city here because you have access to a forest to farmland to fresh water access yeah. to the ocean all that kind of stuff. That's where our settlements are yeah. in comparison to a lot of places like in settlements in the U S where they built stuff just for the sake of building it, like to expand like Western expansionism. Um. And you've got all these different cities, for example, Las Vegas, that the only reason it's there is because of the support from the infrastructure around it. Like yeah. it doesn't generate much food. They have to pump in water from Hoover Dam, which takes away the fresh water from California Blah blah blah. Anyway, so we have so much rural land here in Scotland in comparison to the you know the number of people that live here that you could easily just jump up north, find I don't know few hundred acres of land uninhabited.
1: I I doubt that. Why? Tons of people own the land that you might not know that they land. Oh mate, I don't care. I'll, I'll I'll kill them. I'll knock them out of my baseball bat and oh, my mystery oh, machine. <laughs> oh, so a ton of Scotland's land is owned by English people fuck them like because see, like people that are like descendants of those that owned the land before they can to see sell a them off to those people
0: and I, I don't care about that though because in a crisis like when the world is going to nothingness and everyone's you know complaining and everyone's like oh there's no food left blah blah blah. there's not going to be time for a formal trial to like get this land back and all that kind of stuff you know it's going to be like first come first serve mm. So, so fi- find yourself a nice wee location out of the way that no one, there's no roads nearby, nothing, and you build a self-sufficient little compound where you've got a farm, you've got like a little earth ship. Do you know what an earth, sh- earth ship is?
1: I do not know what an earth ship is.
0: It's like a little, it's like a house or a compound that is like totally self-sufficient. So it's made of recycled materials. Um, oh, okay. It's got a water filtration system, a water recycling system, irrigation, farmland, solar power, wind power, little mini wind turbines, all that kind of stuff. So you can totally
1: live off the grid. Is this just your idea of getting away from the government? You're like, I want to be driving by myself. <laughs> I do not need a driving license. <laughs> I don't need. I do not need my papers, sir. I am my own man.
0: Yeah, I, I would do that. I would love to do that. Then you can go out, and I've always wanted to learn how to, you know, survive in the wilderness, where you can go out and just like make stuff from wood. You ever seen those videos on uh, on YouTube at like three AM when there's like these two Indian guys in the forest just building loads of random stuff out of clay? Yeah, yeah and they build cool. like an under underground like swimming pool and stuff.
1: Yeah, that kind of shit. You know, you could just do that now. You don't need an apocalypse for that to happen.
0: Oh mate, but I'm busy. I'm busy <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> no, I only want to live by myself if everyone else is done for. That's-
0: yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, I guess that yeah. <laughs> what a lovely little sentiment.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll stay. I'll, I will use up the world's resources and be a terrible human being mm-hmm. until the world is ending, and at that point, I will execute my doomsday plan.
1: Order sixty six.
0: Order. <laughs> 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 right anyway i think that's all we've got time for at the moment yeah i believe um, that is we've, we've ran a wee bit over as usual so uh yeah thanks everyone for listening to this episode thanks rory for your your stimulating input Ooh, thank um we'll catch you <laughs> what's that i said oh thank you ryan oh you're so welcome um and we'll catch you in the next episode take it easy have a nice new year peace bye